This show is designed to give general information related to investing in finance. Neither Aaron Katzman, his guests, nor the radio station are rendering legal, tax, or specific investment advice. If you need such advice, contact a licensed advisor. And welcome to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're here to speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. If you got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. You can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman, aaronkatzman.com. You can follow me on Twitter and be sure, that's right, be sure to subscribe to the brand new YouTube channel. We're going to set the world, I'm going to be a YouTuber. I'm going to be one of those YouTubers. I'm embarrassing my children just, just by thinking that little jiggy dance is embarrassing my children. I can tell you that much. So you receive an inheritance. What do you do with the inheritance? Well, the first thing you do is you do not listen to your well-meaning friends who don't know very much about financial matters, Okay. Over the last couple of weeks, I've received calls. Um, I received a call, I get these all the time, right? I received a specific call from a lady who unfortunately had just gone through a divorce um, and was left with really nothing. And then one of her parents passed away. Um, She had three kids and she inherited in shekel terms, 800,000 shekels, which is around uh, 230, $240,000. And her friend, she said, she asked, she wanted to know from me, what should she do with the money? So she solicited advice from her friends. Every one of them said, oh, you gotta buy an apartment, you gotta buy an apartment. So I said, okay, well, let's go through your situation. So first we discussed how much money she makes. Well, it turns out that she's not working currently. (laughs) And she's living off of a little bit of alimony that she's getting from her husband. And in fact, it also turns out that she's already uh, put her hand in the proverbial cookie jar, right? She's actually taken some of that money from the inheritance already because she's short on a monthly basis. She doesn't have enough money to make ends meet. When I asked her about job prospects, she said, well, you know what? She's really, after the divorce, she's emotionally drained. She's got three small kids that she's got to deal with. She doesn't see that she's gonna be working anytime soon. Then I asked, what neighborhood do you wanna live in? And she gave one of the neighborhoods in Jerusalem, which is a uh, uh, mid, let's say mid-priced neighborhood, where mid-priced in Jerusalem means, you know, the average apartment, three bedroom apartment is gonna run you uh, two million shekels, or let's say $600,000. For all you watching uh, outside of Israel, yes, the average price of a really, really small apartment in Jerusalem will run you $600,000, believe it or not. So let's see. She doesn't have enough money to make ends meet, number one. Number two, she doesn't have any job prospects. Number three, she only can put down like a third of the money for a down payment. Okay, she can't afford the mortgage that she would have to pay. And then as I asked her, I said, well, let's say you could afford, let's say you get a little bit more help and you could afford the mortgage. She goes, yeah, 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 yeah. That's my friend said. I said, well, um, are you going to be able to eat? Are you going to be able to pay municipal taxes on your brand new apartment? 
right now you're going to be able to pay the phone bill. I said, you don't have enough money. She goes, and I asked, I said, well, did your friends ask any of those questions? And she said, no, they just said, well, you got the money, you got to buy an apartment. That's what everybody does. And I said, the fact of the matter is no, that's not what everybody does. People sit down and they work out their finances. You have to, you don't have a choice. You throw all your money in an apartment. Great. You've got an apartment with a big mortgage that in your wildest dreams, you're not going to be able to afford. And not only that, but you're not going to put any food on the table for your children. So is that a good decision or a bad decision? So when it comes to um, making decisions, we're often encouraged, especially now, uh, you know, in, in 2020, the wisdom of the crowd. Everybody talked about the crowd. The crowd is so smart. Well, it's interesting, the crowd. Okay, and um, I'm gonna read something, so I'm gonna lose eye contact with you as I shift. But 15 years ago, Cass Sunstein, Sunstein penned an article in the Harvard Business Review titled, When Crowds Aren't Wise. Mm. He was quite balanced in his analysis and presented situations when the following the crowd makes sense, and when, ladies and gentlemen, it does not make sense. He wrote, not surprisingly, and I quote, not surprisingly, many companies, including Microsoft, Google, and Eli Lilly, have been asking their employees to participate in prediction markets, quote unquote, betting on whether products will sell, when new offices will open, and whether profits will be high in the next quarter. The markets are structured to comply with bans on gambling, as if you were worried about that. The early predictions have been exceedingly accurate. In Google, for example, events that are forecast as 80% likely to occur tend to happen 80% of the time. Those forecast as 60% likely tend to happen 60% time, and so on. So I guess the crowd has wisdom, unless. But when he discussed when the crowd misses the mark, he says, and I quote, but for those who embrace crowd wisdom and prediction markets, there's an important qualification. As Condorcet himself warned, his theorem reveals the downside of group decisions. Suppose that each individual in a group is more likely to be wrong than right because relatively few people in the group have access to accurate information. In that case, the likelihood that majority group's majority will decide correctly falls towards zero. Zero as the side of the group increases. So you might have well-meaning friends or you've got great Facebook groups, but they're missing the critical information that's needed for you to make an intelligent, an intelligent decision with what to do with this money, right? What do you do when you come into money? Let's say you win the lottery. It's my son. My, my son is all into the lottery. He stays up until 11.15 twice a week and he writes down on his phone, he sends me the, the winning lottery numbers because he thinks that he's going to be an expert in the lottery, right? So let's say you win the lottery or more more reasonably, you receive an inheritance or you get some other kind, your stock options, whatever it is, you get some money, right? What should you do? Well, the first thing you should do is probably wait two or three months before you make a decision, right? Let, your, let things cool down, cool down. You want to have a cool head, right? Coolness, cool heads always prevail, as they say. Um, then you want to, I'm a broken record, right? You want to write down your goals, your long-term goals, your short-term goals, your mid-term goals, what your needs are. And then based on that and your income and your expenses, then decide what really to do with the money, how to invest the money. Should you buy a property? Should you invest in stocks and bonds? Should you buy Bitcoin? Should you buy start Israeli, invest in Israeli startups? I'm not sure, right? It depends on your situation. Maybe you should do all of the things if you have enough money. 
But just don't run out because a couple of well-meaning friends said, hey, you gotta buy an apartment. Don't just do that, right? They don't have the information necessary for you to make an intelligent decision. It's been the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're here to speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. And as always, if you like or you didn't like what I said or you got questions about what I said, feel free to shoot me an email at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. You can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com. Aaron you can check me out on Twitter. And of course, be sure to subscribe to the brand new YouTube channel at Aaron Katzman. It's been a pleasure and we will see you soon.